Ho, ho, ho. Is this peppermint? It is. It's, it's peppermint so hot cocoa. good. It's so good. We're rocking some hot cocoa. It's New Year's Eve. Oh my God. It's New Year's Eve. <laughs> <laughs> um, excuse me, Elf on the Shelf. Christmas Eve. Let me correct myself here. Um, it is not 2022 yet. It is time for Santa to bring us presents. Yay! Do you still believe in Santa? I know. I still want to believe I in Santa. I actually disproved believing in Santa when I was in the first grade. I wasn't sure if he was real because he didn't make any sense to my logical <laughs> six-year-old brain. Oh, wow. And so I wrote a secret letter to Santa, addressed it to the North Pole, gave it to my mom to deliver, and I told her not to open it. And I didn't, I, in it, I asked Santa, I, I told him I only wanted one thing. And I told him I wanted a trumpet because I didn't actually care <laughs> oh, about playing the trumpet. I just wanted to know if Santa was real because in my mind, if Santa was real, Santa would bring me then a trumpet because that's what I asked for, right? I like had the crazy eyes for a second while I was talking about that. <laughs> That brought back that brought back a trauma for you. That was really a trumpet, something. huh? A trumpet. Did you ever think that maybe they didn't have the precious metals to make the trumpet in the North Pole? You know what? That's not my problem. You know what? It is though. It's it is your problem because you wanted a trumpet and you didn't want to. You know what? Maybe Santa knew that you were testing him and he said, "Nope, you gotta you gotta believe by faith." Well, I didn't have the faith. Did so. you ever touch your elf on the shelf? I actually never had an elf on the shelf growing up. Maybe that's why it turned out the way I did. Did you have like a good family Christmas growing up? Like family and Christmas love was and... horrible growing up. It was nothing but fighting. It was awful. I hated Christmas growing up. Well, welcome back to the rumor mill, everybody. Thanks for stopping by, guys. I'm Spencer. And I'm Lexi. And on that twisted and sad, traumatizing note, <laughs> welcome to our Christmas special. We got we got our set decked out. I'm wearing a Santa sweatshirt. You got I'm reindeer ears on. My sleeve is coming off. Oh, Lexi. Ooh. Having a wardrobe Whoa. moment. <laughs> we got hot cocoa and I brought your Christmas gift. I'm going to give you Christmas I gift. forgot it. It's sitting in its wrapping paper literally in my room and I completely forgot to bring it. So I'm really sorry. Well, I have your gift. Here it is. Thanks. Here it is. I put it in this crappy little bag I found in my closet. It's oh, pretty it's banged up. Don't show that paper? side. It's pretty banged up. No, I didn't even put tissue paper. In. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Look what I got you. The Daily Bitch includes your recommended daily dose of bitching. I love it. What exactly? an everyday calendar that like you pull the paper off and every day there's like a bitchy quote to start your day off. I love it. Can we like. Can you open it? Yeah, open it It's not 2022 yet, but we'll. Apparently to me, I thought it was. Jeez, I thought it was New Year's Eve. Where am I? So Saturday, Sunday for January 1st and 2nd is what do people who say good morning want from us? Hmm. Yep. See, exactly. Like that's how you start your day off. I'm sure of it. You're going to ruin every single day. You're just going to go through and read all the days. I'm going to just read them all now. You're going to cherish that? I'm going to cherish it deeply. Um, it was Do you want four- me to tell you what your gift It was, was? $14.99 and I bought it in the mall. I love it. Yeah. Do you want me to tell you what your gift yeah, is? Yeah. What was my gift going to be? It's a Mandalorian cup. Because I got you a Princess Leia mug. Aw, mm-hmm. look at us Star Wars geeks. I know. It's really, really cute. Thank God I have that. I could be drinking cocoa out of that, but that's fine. What? It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. I know. I'm sorry. Well, to ring in this holiday season, we have a super exciting guest coming on this week. One of my favorite podcasts, Taylor from the Cancel Me Baby podcast, is going to be joining us to do kind of like a 2021 look back. We have Naughty and Nice lists that we've all made up of different celebrities. It's the Naughty and Nicest Holiday Edition. We're going to be helping Santa figure out who needs coal. Who needs a present in Hollywood? And I'm, I'm excited to see your picks because we have very different we, tastes in pop culture. And we have not seen each other's picks. So no. I have no idea what's no. about to be in store for no. us. But Who's, I'm very excited about who it. Who needs a raise and who needs to be canceled by old Chris Kringle? 
Who's gonna Boom. get Who's gonna get socked by Camp Krampus this year? Campus. Have you ever seen that movie? That scary Christmas movie. I've actually Krampus? never seen it. Okay, you know what? You know what? You didn't bring my gift. You aren't understanding my movie references. Up on the shelf, do your thing. Let's get this sleigh off the ground, yo. Please welcome from the Cancel Me Baby podcast, Taylor Ferber. Welcome to the rumor mill slash cancel me baby office Christmas party. This week on our show, it's our Christmas episode. We got Taylor on, host of the Cancel Me Baby podcast, one of my favorite podcasters. Welcome to the mess. Thank you. I feel like this is the office Christmas party. You know, the movie and how they had an R version and an X rated version. This (laughs) is like... Those versions are Barney compared to what this is about to be. So they tried and I'm really excited. I was telling you guys before we started shooting or we start before we started recording how I appreciate how you guys are a jet. I feel like you're a little Gen Z version of me. Like it's very, I love your show, how it's very irreverent and tongue in cheek and doesn't take itself too seriously. And obviously that's what I do on my show. Cancel me baby as well. And I, uh, I used to be a red carpet reporter in Hollywood. And so my interviews were like that as well. So I appreciate it very much. Yeah. And see, that's what, like, I got her into your show. And I was like, you got to listen to this girl because everyone in like podcasting. So like afraid to hurt everybody's feelings and like red carpets <laughs> and like general public is like politically correct. And then I get on here and it's like, Lexi no. has to give me the eye. I like know, if she I, gives me the eye, I know like I need to like pull it back. I There's definitely live, a look that gets exchanged. I live for you're like telepathically like listen. I know, no. I know the look. I'm like, I'm like, she's like, you're being offensive. I'm like, okay, cut it off. <laughs> no, keep doing it. I live for I live for your Instagram, like the captions, <laughs> the story, all of it, because you know, we have enough politeness going on. And so we just need to cut through the crap. And it's just so entertaining. So exactly. keep at it. Yeah. Thank well, you. Thank you. I well, really appreciate that. Well, we just got an express delivery from Santa. Okay. And yeah. it's our naughty and niceless Hollywood edition. He needs our help. Santa he needs, needs our, our help. help this year. Exactly. He's overwhelmed. And I'd like to mention, is. this is my childhood elf on a shelf. Who's just going to like keep watch, make sure we're all good. Um, I feel like I, I identify with him so much because <laughs> he is just hanging there and he's like, what the fuck can I say fuck on here yeah he's go like, for it he's like what the fuck is going on he's like just watching <laughs> he has no idea he's a spectator and he's just along for the ride like really I feel like the elf. he's just hanging out he's just hanging he out is. he's, he's embodying on. our audience the fly on the wall to the mess that's about to be done <laughs> no, exactly exactly and he's like he's looking flossy he's on brand he has his outfit like it's just he's a whole mood so well anyway <laughs> that's our third co-host for the week and no you're our third this is our fourth we have four co-hosts this week look at that this i love crazy. him all right well let's let's pull out our naughty and nice list this is our hollywood edition okay so this week we're going to go through our favorite and least favorite celebrities who needs a raise who needs some call who's getting canceled this christmas I have my list. You have your list. Taylor, you have your own list. We might have some different opinions. I know. I'm I'm very curious to see if any of us have like someone on the nice and someone else has them on the naughty. I think that would be really interesting. So I guess we'll find out. Yes. We disagree. I already yeah. know that you're going to disagree with me, but that's fine. Oh, yeah, I'm excited because none of us know each other. So no. yeah. This will no. be I mean, like, we just met you like five minutes ago, but like we're best <laughs> friends now. It's fine. No, no, exactly. <laughs> it's like secret Santa. But again. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And just to prove to you that this is from the North Pole, Santa did sign it. Oh, yeah. Santa did sign it. You can barely see the signature. So, I mean, don't look at what he wrote. I know. I know the real Santa. 
Is Santa also a doctor? Because that signature, like what? Yeah, it's, I feel like any doctor on earth would appreciate that. Be like, right. Yes. Well, that, that was Santa. So thank you, Santa. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to get straight into it. And for me this year, when I was looking at, I was going back and trying to figure out what was like the biggest headlines this year. Like it's mm-hmm. Christmas time. I'm supposed to be nice. And it's supposed to be like the season of forgiveness and mercy. And no, we're not doing that. And You're so like, I'm going to deliver everything, but so everything, but I, I had an easier time making my naughty list and I really struggled finding anybody to put on the nice list. I, I feel like I had That's a 50, funny. 50, but then that I had definitely had more fun with the naughty list. I was definitely enjoying being like, exactly. it's time and you need to take a, a step down. Exactly. Yeah. I had a hard time. Mine was also 50, 50, but I, I was kind of like what classifies as naughty. <laughs> so that's, what's going to be interesting too, to see how we each, like okay. what is naughty in our eyes. Yeah. Let's get or into in it. Santa's eyes, technically. In Santa's eyes. Technically. We're, yeah. we're just helping Santa. Basically. We're just helping Santa. <laughs> yeah. Santa needs yeah. our help, right? Yeah. So don't I'm kill the messenger guys. Yeah. Don't kill the messenger. <laughs> don't kill the messenger. It's us through Elfie to Santa. Maybe like a, like a brief pass by Mariah Carey. And then it gets to Santa. <laughs> yes. So I'm thinking like, let's Sorry. go in order. I'm just going to like start off with my nice list and we'll just like each take a turn, give our reasoning. We're judge, jury, and executioner this holiday season. Okay. So I'm going to get started. Number one, the first person on my nice list this year is in fact, Mariah Carey. And I'll tell you why. I told you that one from a mile away. She could have said it a mile away and I'll, I'll, she could have seen it. I'll tell you why. Because Mariah Carey this holiday season for whatever reason, out of nowhere, gave us the Mariah menu at McDonald's where we get free food all holiday season long. Who would have thought Mariah Carey would have collaborated with McDonald's? Like, where did this come from? Okay, can I hop in though? Like the very first reaction I had when I saw this was like, we know, we know she's getting those royalty checks. Oh. Uh, day and night, you know, 24 to, from dusk till dawn. So what is she doing? Like who in their right mind at that stature, at that level of wealth is like, I really need a partner with McDonald's <laughs> right now. Like of all the places, what would possess somebody? I just have to know what was going on there. Like, I, what don't we know? Do we That's really think, point. do we really think that Mariah Carey eats I, McDonald's? No, absolutely not. I think not. this all the time. I, you know, on a broader scale, I was thinking this was, I actually said this to my mom the other night because I've met these celebs. I see how they live. Like they are on another planet, like showering in money. And so I'm like, what would possess somebody to do a capital one commercial? I get it. It's easy money for them. They show up, it's an hour, you know, they're in and they're out and they get a paycheck, but also like, do you need it? I mean, I'm just wondering like, what feel like Mariah is we we know she's living truly living off of the all I want for Christmas is you money like every that's yeah, that's she gets her... resurrected just like Jesus every year Absolutely. born and resurrected <laughs> and then dies yes but you know maybe maybe she was thinking this year it wasn't going to be it so maybe that's why she decided to collab there's a little fear know. there I just I'm I'm a little bit embarrassed for her because could you really imagine Mariah Carey sitting there eating a Big Mac no. I can't do it but you know, I just get the like coins. every get time her, I think of Mariah Carey I just envision her and like. A, a completely gold dress that's just like <laughs> like it's made of pure gold and she's just sitting there with her hair done and then she's just like yes this big mac <laughs> needs no, to be exactly. plated in gold as well she heard this she's not dipping it in sweet and sour sauce she's dipping it in liquid silver like obviously that's just how it has to be obviously yeah and then she has like one drip of big mac sauce on said dress and then she has a handler who specifically is there to take off and wash off 
the Big Mac sauce. Like this is how it goes <laughs> how they down. Live. That's how, that's how su- she eats McDonald's. No, exactly. But you would be surprised because, you know, sometimes how celebs talk about Beyonce talks about how she loves Popeyes and how the Kardashians will fly in their private jet with Popeyes, oh, etc. Yeah. So there's a part of me, you know, in L.A. a lot of the times, too, you would see the celebs after award shows hit up in and out etc. Yeah. So there's a part of me that's like, I believe it. But again, I'm like, what would possess Mariah to I think she has enough go money. and do this shoot? Like, how much is it worth it? Like how much money, how, like money talks? I know, but how much do you think that she got? I'm thinking it, it had no. to be at least six, maybe seven figures to get Mariah Carey in a McDonald's commercial. Oh, easily, easily, easily. easily. And I hate the celebrities that pretend yeah. like they don't like fast food. Like, I would and, guess probably a couple million, honestly. At least. Yeah. I mean, uh, come on. But you know what? We get free food all month long. So she's on my nice list. Thank you. Thank you, Mariah Carey, yeah. for encouraging the obesity of America. I was just <laughs> going to say that. Like, what a time. In the backdrop of COVID, too. She ever, like, what a match. What a, what, a, what a match. All right, Lexi, let's get started. Hit all up right, your, let's, at, let's see what's on the nice list. Mine is going to have a common theme, but it's the start of my nice list is Keanu Reeves because okay. he's literally the nicest human on the planet. And also he's giving us the matrix at the beginning oh. of this next year. So I have to put him on the top of my nice list. I yeah. literally have a sister who's named Trinity because of the matrix. And so I feel like it's only fair in this giving spirit to give a little love to Keanu. Can I make an admission? I've never seen. <gasps> no, you know what? That's <gasps> I'm true. like, don't. don't. I, I've seen the first Matrix kind of, like bits and parts of it, but like I've never sat down and watched them all. You know, we together. need to change that. You and so, I need to sit down. We need to have a Matrix marathon and then we're going to go yeah. see the new Matrix movie together. So, I mean, he can be on your nice list. I just don't understand. Well, for one of two reasons, too. Number one, like, he is sexy as fuck. Let's just say yes. that. Especially in the early Matrix. Like, he's <laughs> nice on my eyes. That's why it's the, the nice list. But Absolutely. also, you're going to see, watching it now, how it is actually our real life. Like, it's actually a documentary plot twist. So. Yeah. <laughs> That's how I Spencer, feel. Because we've DM'd about this, how we are basically in a simulation and nothing makes sense. And... Like we're being How played as the we, Sims. Like this is the Sims like 2022. No, 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 exactly. Like we're the Sims. Like I honestly think like mm-hmm. there's some like red pill, blue pill situation going on. Like yeah. the Matrix, like it's, I, I there's yeah. something real here. Absolutely. Like, 100%. 100%. There's definitely. Because this shit, this shit can't be real. Like it's just, <laughs> it can't. Just, like, it's, it can't. It can't do it. Can't do it. How much can really happen to how how much do we deserve to really have happened to each of us and how much has actually happened, you know? For real. Yeah. Ugh. And also yeah. how much fun are the people playing us right now? Like playing this game from wherever <laughs> they are. They are having a blast. Meanwhile, we're crying. We are the elf on the shelf. Just being like someone for the love of God, get, throw us a bone. That's so us. it's the meme of the dog sitting in the house. that's on fire or it's just like, this is fine. That's it's fine. Everything's that's fine. been the last two years of our lives. Yeah. No, <laughs> no, exactly. Okay, I'm excited to see. Keanu. I'm excited to see who's on your, your nice list. Take it away. So the first, mine are all sort of, um, you know, on brand with my show and the stuff I talk about. Mine are all kind of like politically incorrect, you know, censorship, cancel culture related. So here's going to be my first one. Okay. 
not that he did anything in particular, but I just feel like this guy gets so much shit for no reason. And he is by far the sweetest man in Hollywood. Can anybody I know who it is? I think I know who it is. Wait, you tell me and then I'll tell you my guess. I really, no, I'm going to, if you guess it, I will be ecstatic. You have to guess. Is it James Corden? No, no, James Corden. I was going to say he gets a lot. He he takes a lot of heat. Lexi's like giving me the eye, like, shut up, shut up. Oh, it's it's happening again. Yeah, she's like kicking (laughs) you under the screen. Who is it? Chris Pratt. Oh, okay. You know what? Okay. They tear this guy up. And I'm like, can we just let him hug his Bible, hug his trees and live his life? Honestly, they tore him up because he was associated with some church. They tore him up because of an Instagram photo he put with his new son with what's her name? Catherine Schwarzenegger. Yeah, the new wife. Yeah. The new wife (laughs) and who I've interviewed her. I've interviewed him. Whole other ball of wax. But they tore him up because his first son, I think, has some special needs. Yeah. And people went after him because he posted about his new son being healthy and all this. And they thought it was shade and disrespectful to the other son. My point is, he is like the so true. I've met him twice. He is the sweetest man. I think he is like a man of faith. Like he is over here loving Jesus, loving his like the new wife. You know what? Just <laughs> let him be. And I think that he is just like gracious about it and lets it kind of roll off his back. So I'm putting him on the nice list because I just feel like he gets unnecessary flack. Like leave, let him, let him be. This is so true. Do do we not, can we so quickly forget passengers and Jurassic world? And the fact that this man (laughs) gives us movie after movie, like I I'm down with that. He is totally on the nice list. I, you know, I, I had, there's been moments where I've been on the Chris Pratt hate train. I will admit to myself, like he seems like really nice guy. Like I miss, here's the thing. I miss the Chris Pratt of like, he was talking about rolling joints when he was making sushi with Tom Holland in that one interview. And he talked about living in a van in Hawaii or whatever. I was like, I don't hear it. I don't hear it. I don't hear it. I don't want to know about it. I don't want to know about it. No, but like, I don't know. I, I think he's a really genuine human being and he's living his life the way that he wants to. And I, I definitely give him props for that. So I can definitely agree with your nice list. And can we also talk about the fact that he had a complete glow up in front of our eyes and he, he didn't change like what a moment because parks and rec to now. Yes. And he straight up has abs now. And you know what he, I really love him because I have a really funny story with him. I interviewed him at a, the infinity wars um, press junket. It was him and Zoe Saldana and press junkets are very uptight. Like everything our brands are not about and (laughs) believe it or not. So I'm in the hallway and this is when Chadwick was alive. Like Chadwick walks by and then, you know, every, you know, Robert Downey, all these people, I'd be starstruck and I'm I'm sitting, waiting to talk, go in and talk to Chris Pratt. So he, I'm, they're like, all right, Taylor, you're up. And he walks out and he's like, I'm just going to run to the bathroom quickly. So finally, when we sit in there, I asked him, I'm like, this is very important, but I need to know how was your pee break before? (laughs) And most celebs, you know, they'd get all uptight and he took it and ran with it. He's like, you know. It was good, but I have to say, I hate that moment when you're in the stall and someone's in the stall next to you and you have to fart, but you hold it in because you don't (laughs) want them to hear you. And here's Zoe Zaldana. She's like, I hate that. It's the worst. So 
how cool do they have to be to just, you know, be going with it? And I love that. I absolutely yeah. love that. I, yeah. And can we leave now that we're like, like, we're not even what a week or two away from 2022. I think it's like a week or two weeks, whatever it is. I can't, I, there's Literally no track of time week. anymore. A week. Um, can we no. leave public bathrooms in 2021? I refuse <laughs> to use a public bathroom. <laughs> I'm not going to do it. They're dirty. I, the, the stalls don't go all the way to the ground. I have probably not, not used privacy. a public bathroom in 10 years. I swear but to God. You also have the luxury of a urinal, which <laughs> I like, do you know that? Well, yeah, I've not used a urinal in a really long time. It is a luxury though. I will say I just can't use, I just refuse a public bathroom. They're just canceled. Then what do you do when you're at work? <laughs> They're just canceled. I, 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 I've trained myself to go at home. <laughs> like I, I refuse to TMI, but I refuse to use a public bathroom. Okay. That's, have you guys seen American pie? Yes. That's like, um, Oh my God. But they call him Shipwreck, but I forget his real name, <laughs> but Stifler calls him Shipwreck, but in yeah, American yeah. Pie. So that's just, you're it. not we're alone, leaving, my friend. We're leaving it. No, you're not the first. <laughs> no, no. And, and this he next person, the torch to you. this, this next person on my nice list is somebody that deserves a Nobel Peace Prize, not because of who they are, or what they've done, but because of what they have to deal with. Okay. Brittany. No. Oh, nope. Nope. John Legend. Not because he's like a great singer and amazing and whatever, because he has to stay married to Chrissy Teigen. He is on the nice list because he has to stay married to okay. Chrissy. And that by, because I can't stand his singing. I think he's irritating, but the fact that he stayed married, he stayed married to her and has a family and won't leave her. He deserves a spot on the nice list. That's all I'm going to say. I was about to literally personally call Jeff Bezos and be like, get me a private rocket ship to Spencer's house to his <laughs> elf on the shelf. So I can be like, excuse me, what? Before you explained why, but this <laughs> all makes sense now. I mean, I have a, I have a long running sitch with Chrissy Teigen and him. So Chrissy was on my Ooh. naughty list for obvious Ooh. reasons. Chrissy's um, also on my naughty list. Yeah. So I think it's funny. Yes. I have personal stories. Again, I've met both of them. And so thank you for explaining because it was about to be, it was about, about to, to go down. down. It was about to go down. <laughs> what are your, tell us these stories. What do you mean? These personal stories? Give it, give us, give us, tell us everything. So <laughs> we're going to go a little bit back in time. Okay. We're but before cancel culture was a thing, I was a writer at VH1 and oh. I wrote an article called Chrissy Teigen is Twitter's biggest hypocrite. This was in, I think 2016. I remember that. Yes. Vividly. Be yes. Because she was on Twitter doing what she does and just like trolling these nobodies. And I'm like, really? Like, why are you giving the nobodies the time of day? Like, why? Exactly. So I called it hypocritical because she thought people were attacking her, but in turn, she was attacking them. And I basically was just like, bitch, it ain't necessary. Like, yeah. why? So it ended up becoming a whole thing because technically we worked for the same company because she was the host of Lipstick Battle, which was on Spike. Yep. Yep. So HR and the company ended up taking her side. So I quit and walked away from the job. Wow. Which launched my career Whoa. in a red carpet reporting. So it all worked out. Um, but what a turn of events because this whole controversy with her happened this year. So what a 360 moment because I ended up writing an op-ed that was in USA Today saying, here's what happened. And given all that, I've had firsthand experience of her wrath. However, 
I just think cancel culture is trash and canceling her doesn't accomplish anything. So it was a really crazy moment that you can't even write like a crazy turn of events. Yeah. That's insane. Well, anyway, you know what? God bless John legend. God bless that man. (laughs) The patience of that man. The patience of that man. God bless that man. I love it. Why? (laughs) I mean, why? Like why? I don't know. I I mean, who knows? We never know what goes on behind closed doors, but that's what I say. It's like, I don't, who knows? I just feel like she doesn't seem, I just feel like she seems like a deeply like troubled narcissistic person. And so I'm like, to stay with that. I mean, take it. Maybe the, maybe the sex is fire. I mean, honestly, (laughs) it would have to be. Who are we to say? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. All right. Hit it. All right. The next person on my nice list, this is, I don't think controversial at all. I think this is just more one that I think all of us can agree with. He's cute. He's funny. He's super sweet. He's giving us one of the biggest blockbuster films of all time, which is something that we definitely deserve in this time of, of trials and crisis. Tom Holland. I love him to death and he deserves it. If you've seen his hot ones interview, he was nothing but adorable. And that, that just came out a couple of weeks ago. Have you, are you a hot ones fan at all? So you're going to laugh. Um, I'm not in the Tom Holland verse. In fact, I shot a new episode of my show this week and I kept calling, this is like sacrilegious for Marvel. And Tom Holland <laughs> Lexi, it's okay. Lexi, okay your no, no, it's about to happen. So I multiple times, like probably five times an episode, I call, I'm talking about the new Spider-Man, but I call it with such pure confidence I keep calling it far, far from, from home. home. And I not no way home. I'm like, okay, so the new Spider-Man far from home guys. And then later I'm like, that's not the name of the movie. It's so okay. I'm sorry. It's okay. Wait, I'm sorry. the way that I just saw that this morning, the way that I just watched that video and I thought, wait a minute, far from home. Like what is, and then like, I no. see like the little, like no way home, like the little correction on the bottom. Love it. A little asterisk. Cause I tried to refute it. <laughs> I was like, this shit isn't happening. Just own it and run with it. Like you're, you're too far gone. So I'm sorry. I saw the new Spider-Man. I thought it was great. I was supposed to it? see it on Sunday night. And then I was throwing up profusely. So I didn't end up going to see it. I was very sick. Um, oh, sorry. So I didn't get to go watch it. It's okay. I'm no, fine sorry. now. Yeah, right. No, like, like, no I, I took a COVID test. Don't have COVID. Okay. Everything's fine. I just picked up a little like stomach bug, food poisoning. I saw it. You want me to spoil trip. it? I'll do it no, right I'll don't, do it right I now. heard it's amazing. I've heard it's so good. I have friends who went. They laughed. They cried. They were like, Lexi, bring tissues. You, we know you. Let You're going to sob your eyes out. It. I can do it. Let me spoil don't it. Don't spoil it. Do not spoil I, it. I, I really want you to be chomping you. at the bit. I'm the kind of person who's like, just tell me, bitch, because I'm not going to watch it. Like, Plug your ears. No. Okay. I'm playing my it's ears. It's happening, okay. everybody. Okay. No way home. Spoiler alert. Okay. They okay. bring okay. back okay. all the Spider-Mans <gasps> from every movie ever. <gasps> and Tobey Maguire? Yeah. Oh, all <gasps> of them. Tim McGuire, um, Andrew Garfield, they've all come together. And, they're all, and all the villains from all their different movies <gasps> come together. And it's like this huge battle. I just came. Meanwhile, Lexi's <laughs> meditating. Lexi, Lexi's meditating. Like it's happening. Okay, oh my god. god. Oh, and guess what? Guess what else? Plug yours. Oh, oh no. Okay. Aunt- if anyone dies, I don't want to know. Aunt May dies. <gasps> Aunt May. But isn't it a different May now? Because from the know, Toby Maguire. I oh, think so. Died, it's like right? all. Di- yeah, it's I like all different. Kill Aunt May. Justice for Aunt May. I know, right? Can Justice. I- <laughs> 
You're okay, am I good? I'm like, I'm shutting down. I don't I mean, know. I'm don't like tell hashtag, me. That was like the hashtag of the year. Justice for, you know. Lexi's just entered another orbit. Like she just, <laughs> I did. I checked out. I was in another land. I was, I was in another, I was in another alternate universe. She was an alternate universe. Another Spider-Verse. Anyway, that was what happened. So. Oh my gosh, that's epic. I'm going to oh. really clo- quickly close this yeah. line because like the ghost of Spider-Man has come into my room. So. <laughs> Anyway, spoilers for No Way Home are over. We're done now. Yeah, everyone's gonna put time like everyone's gonna report like report the video on YouTube and like get it banned. So they're like copyright. No, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, exactly. Alrighty, next on your naughty or your nice list, I want to know who's next for you. Okay, so I'm gonna go with. Do you guys want to hear? Actually, since we're on brand, since we're on brand, we're in this Marvel moment. I'm going to go with ScarJo for suing the fuck out of Disney because like you go, girl, you go. You know what? It has to happen. Disney is they are an entity of their own. Like they are just the Green Goblin personified. And I actually went on the Black Widow set and I interviewed ScarJo there in London. And she talked about how much she put into the movie like she put her blood sweat and tears into it from behind the scenes to making it happen so after experiencing that firsthand I'm like you go girl like don't like get your money get your paycheck don't let them take advantage because they're greedy sue away honey so I was here for it no sue away she lost a lot of money from that because it went on Disney plus and then she lost all that money from it being exclusive in theaters in theaters right Mm -hmm. and I don't blame her because like a contract, a big a contract. Yes. And you know, that's not what she signed up for. So no. get the cash. Yes. And I was waiting, yeah. I was waiting for like the argument of, which I feel like would partially be valid because it took them so long to make a black widow movie after they've already made like all these Captain America. Yeah, Iron it Man took way too Hulk. long for them to make that movie. By and the she's way. like the only one of the only female Avengers and they put her movie on Disney plus. It was like, come on, like, no. you know, come on. Lame. Like kind of sidelander. Like, yeah, and it's like you guys are that greedy. I mean, canceled, yeah. canceled, yeah. canceled. Disney. Except I still have my subscription, canceled. so we're fine. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> fine. You're like, I'm going to Disney World tomorrow, but yeah. I literally Honestly. am trying to go to Disneyland for my 21st birthday. So, oh, can we go? I want to go to Vegas. Can we go to Vegas? I want to go. Not, can not we get? Let's all I'm go, to going to go to Vegas. I'm yeah. going to Galaxy's Edge. So, big whoop. Okay, Star Wars Land is um, where I want to be. Next on my nice list. This is going to be very controversial oh very so so lexi you might want to plug your ears again oh no okay on my nice list right here this is a little combination trisha paytas and ethan klein for giving us the dumpster fire that was frenemies they have to be on my nice list they have to be on my nice list because they gave us so much they gave us so much this year and you hate trisha paytas i do i despise her i i I can't get over it i love frenemies i'm a friend i'm a frenemies stand till i die He's are okay. These, we we are made these TikTok. TikTok people. Hold on, I don't no. know who these people are. What's happening? They're Taylor, huge YouTubers. Taylor, They're no. huge, huge YouTubers. You don't know who? T- okay, wait, wait, wait. Do you no? not know who Trisha Paytas and Ethan Klein are? Okay, so the last YouTubers I know are like. Remember that lady? What was her name? Like Glazelle or something? <laughs> or like Jenna Marbles? <laughs> Glazelle. I, I love that. Or like. Yeah, like you know, Jenna Marbles, guys. (laughs) (laughs) My YouTube, my YouTube knowledge is like circa 2012. 2012. Okay, so you're telling me you have no idea who these people are. 
non-zero zip zilch. You have no idea what frenemies wow, is. Wow, you were off the internet for a good chunk of no. Um, I honestly so don't huge. know. I don't know if you're like really lucky to not know who they are. And like, I just want to keep that innocence preserved for you. Or like, I need <laughs> no. you to just spoil it and get on Google and get like, get up to date. Burst the bubble. Tell me the sitch. Okay. Trisha what? Paytas has been a YouTuber for 13 years. She was like okay. back in the, she's like OG, like back in the Jenna Marble days, like Tana, okay, and David, okay. like all these, she's kind of in like the David Shane crowd, like Jeffrey, okay. the newer problematic people. Um, okay. Well, she's not really newer though, but she's been on YouTube for a really long time, really controversial. She's been accused of everything under the sun mm-hmm. of anti-Semitic racist. Um, yeah. She's been accused I mean, of racism, everything. Like, she's been accused of like faking, faking different mental, mental illness, illnesses for attention, bad relationships, yeah. um, fallouts with other YouTubers, like literally probably the most problematic person on the exploiting internet. Exploiting her friends, mental illnesses for content. Like then, it's a whole thing. And then you have okay. Ethan Klein, who's a professional podcaster. He has his own production company and he's been doing his thing for a really long time. And they in tw- like, was it early last year started a podcast called frenemies. And I would say they did like 40 episodes and it was probably one of the most famous podcasts I've ever like seen explode. Like it blew up. I'm like very surprised you don't know about this. Frenemies was huge all when over did this TikTok. Happen? It was okay. They, it was they, a few months ago. It was a few months ago. And then they had this, she stormed off like three times and they always made up, but they had this huge argument and they quit the show like 39 episodes in. And they've had this huge fallout over social media videos and stuff back and forth accusations. And the problem is, is that they can't just like let each other live because she's no. now married to his brother. No, his brother-in-law. Damn. His brother-in-law. Sorry. So, so do you think Ethan it's is all married... real though? Oh, for sure. For or, sure. Yeah. yeah for I mean, real. if this is coming again, I'm hearing this all fresh, but if this is coming from someone who allegedly faked mental illness and all this unhinged shit, like, would you really put it past them to, I'm telling you guys, people in the spotlight do crazy shit for publicity and to stay relevant and for attention. Oh yeah, so, for sure. I'm just saying. Trisha, there's, there's definitely a part of a part of Trisha that I think would absolutely like, but Ethan wouldn't see Ethan's married. Yeah, I know to, Ethan wouldn't. Ethan, Ethan Trisha Ethan would. Klein, Ethan would not. Ethan Klein is married to a woman named Ela. Ela is the sister of Moses, who Trisha just married. So they're married family now, except they hate each other now. Um, Trisha wow. is like a downright troll. Like I love a good troll, <laughs> and she Same. will, she will troll for life. Like she, like uh, randomly, she'll just make a video that says, I have multiple personalities now. Watch me switch on camera. Like, and then, and then she'll just make a video of like where she's switching identity disorder. Like it's Yeah, nuts. but then she doesn't actually oh, have God. that disorder. So then it's no. like, why are you doing this? Why, what's going on? You can't do that. That's not funny. Like, it's not cool. People yeah. actually right. suffer from this. I know. It's like a what whole a, like thing. Lisa Renna protege. Like Lisa <laughs> Renna who? I mean, honestly, like. You know, yeah. absolutely. It's, so thank you. Thank you, Lucky Stars. You don't know who she is, but now that I've blown this bubble for you, I need you to like get on Google and like like get you need to no, find who these really? people are. Yeah, you, you wow. would you would it's like this is this is your area. I'm surprised you don't know who they are. And no, and that is so entertaining on the whole. Oh, oh it was fascinating to watch it all go down in live, like real time. It was yeah. really something. Yeah. Anyway, wow, they're on my they're on my nice list because they gave us so much this year. Entertainment, we, you know, right, right? Exactly, entertainment value. 
The next person on my nice list, this one you're probably going to hate. You're going to disagree with this strongly. Uh I don't know how Taylor's going to feel. But on my nice list, because he somehow, one of the funniest people, I think, really, really funny, somehow can bag just about anybody, Pete Davidson. I'm putting him on my nice list for dating Kim I'm going to unplug your microphone. Give me two seconds. (laughs) It's coming out. Give me two seconds. (laughs) 1.5 seconds, I swear. Yeah, I have my feelings about him for sure. Pete Davidson. So he's on your nice list. What? Because he's like, I think he's funny and I'm giving him props because he's picking up the pieces that Kanye shattered in in Kim's heart. Wow. That's so like, what an optimistic view of life. (laughs) Like, honestly, I feel like I feel wow. sad for you in a way. Yeah, I don't know how to feel. I'm like, do I feel inspired? Or do I just feel <laughs> sad? Like, I don't know where to go with this emotion now. Did you guys see that video of that that man that yelled at Kim Kardashian in the airport? Kanye's he was like, better. He was like, Kanye's way better. Just want to let you know. I'm like, like, that man is me. It was, in the, it was in a movie theater. They rented out a theater yeah. together and yeah. he yelled it at her when they were walking in. Personally, yeah. I'm, I'm on the Con- Kanye bandwagon. Like Kanye 100. and Kim together, Same. way over Pete. So you're I on a desert island over same. there. That's okay. I mean, I don't like them together. I think she deserves better than him. Like, imagine them having sex. <laughs> Just imagine it. I was thinking about it this morning and I'm like, I don't even know. Also, this was a whole thing. It's funny you brought this up because I went down a Pete Davidson like thing last night because I'm like, what is the rage? I have this theory on my show that his dick has to be a mon- like literally monstrous because I'm like, this is the only way I'm sorry. Kate Beckinsale, Ariana Grande, Cindy Crawford's daughter, Margaret Qualley, now Kim Kardashian. How? This what? man has no, no, no. skills. Like, he's it's funny, not even about the size of his dick. Funny. I guarantee <laughs> I guarantee he just talks so much. His tongue is just so well-versed and that he just can go forever. He just, he just, he just keeps talking as he gets lower and lower. And then they just, they just, they just shut up and they just close their eyes. They don't even have to look at him. (laughs) They're taken to another like dimension. I mean, I was watching him last night because I don't think he's, the, I mean, SNL hasn't been funny for like a decade. So I'm like, all right, on SNL, Kristen like left and it's done. Yeah, yeah, that's void because I'm like nothing on SNL like even matters. Cause I'm like on SNL, I don't think he's that funny, but I watched him last night on Fallon and I'm like, okay, he is funny. And I'm from the tri-state. So I like the whole Staten Island thing, but I'm still like, is that enough? Mm. Like, is it enough? like, what is really I don't know. He looks like a skeleton. There. And I'm like, I'm not trying to like body shame anybody. <laughs> There's just but a how, look. I don't, I don't understand. Travis I don't Barker. understand. Yeah. Travis he, Barker. Thank you. The, yeah. And the thing people say with Pete Davidson is like, he has, cause he's talked about how he has like, he's like the every guy, right? He's talked about how he's had mental health struggles and this and that. Yeah. So he's like a little insecure, but also the funny guy and the big dick guy. But I, I don't know. I'm on the Skeletor train. I'm just not seeing the vision. I'm not- <laughs> and, and I also feel like, doesn't it seem a little, I don't know. It just seems to me a little desperate on his end. Like I like a guy who has his own thing going, who has like, you know, he doesn't need a girl. And I feel like this guy just hops from, like, he needs somebody. He just hops from girl to girl and it's a little desperate yeah. IMO. Like yeah. it's just a little. How did he know. really get famous? I think it was I through mean, Ariana it was, Grande. Well, he like, grew up, but he was also on SNL already. He was a writer for SNL before he dated Ariana Grande. Yeah, but do you really sure. get that famous from being on SNL without no, Ariana publicity? Grande gave him no. his name. Yeah. Well, what is your guys take on this? Because when I was down this 
Pete Davidson rabbit hole, funny enough, like last night into this morning, he, I read this Buzzfeed piece in 2020 when he talked about how bummed he is or, or was at the time, how people only knew he was famous for Ariana. And he's like, you know, it sucks. I wish people would say, you know, oh, I know you because your work is so awesome, man. But instead it's like, oh, I know you because you're the big dick guy with Ariana. What do you yeah. feel like? How does that make? I don't know. Cause my take is like, I guess I, if, if you're famous and you're doing well and you're doing great for yourself, just be happy with that. Yeah. You know just be happy with that. I and feel like what I'm going to say is what you're famous for. Any way I, you can get it, just get it. Like, honestly, any if, public, right. I mean, as long as you're not famous for something <laughs> horrible and awful and bad, as long as like, you know what, I don't you even, got your check, you got your 15 minutes, like just, I don't even agree with it. that. It doesn't, I, no. as long as they spell your name, right. Whatever it is, I don't care. Like, <laughs> like even Charles Manson, just run with it. Like, honestly, just take the, <laughs> everybody just knows take who Charles clout. Manson is like, hello. What? And then did we not see in jail when Charles Manson was in jail, he started releasing music. <laughs> Just like, just take it, own it. No, but like, I don't know. Hello? My kind of thing when I saw that is I get it. I get how annoying it could be for trying to build your career for something. And then, you know, you're 60 seconds into dating our Ariana Grande or, and that's why you're huge. But it's also like, pick your battles, my dude. Like we're talking about you. You're relevant. You're rich. I don't know. Yeah, Can you have exactly. it both yeah. ways? He came out of a breakup with a feature on a song or his name being dropped in a song. And yeah. then his career skyrocketed after that. So really like- Anyway, you can get Ari it, gave him, take it. Ari gave him <laughs> a platform and he's made the best of it. That's the thing. It's like, yeah. cause he yeah. could have had that opportunity and squandered it, but he actually took it and turned it into something, which shows that he actually had what it took all along. You're so optimistic and nice. I'm like, you're so nice. I don't care. Like, <laughs> like I was, <laughs> no, it is. It's so, it's so sweet. I'm like, <laughs> it's so nice. Like, that's funny. I was, I just, she like, she says these like nice little like anecdotes and like, and I look at her, I'm like, what are, who you, are you like who are you like <laughs> are we just cynical old <laughs> old maids and then like she goes like through this whole thing of like and he really had what it took a lot i'm like i don't give a like who cares <laughs> like like whether he had it or not i don't care <laughs> who cares like, <laughs> she's like he braved the storm he made it out and it's his like, dream and, and for and what <laughs> like like i don't care well no. and she's like really she's like really out there and let me demon. just like throw you under the bus she's like well not throw you under the bus she's like really out there and like she changes her hair all the time and like she's super into like totally everything that i'm not and so like i'm a little bit more conservative than she is i'm a little bit more like hesitant he- i'm i'm like Reserved. more like old-fashioned and so she just shocks me all the time i'm like what's wrong with you like <laughs> well that's what's so funny about you guys is because on a physical level your aesthetic is opposite of what like like so you kind of have this like you have like the the winged eyeliner and like somebody call a nurse she escaped from the mental hospital thank you that reminds me i have to tell her about when we did the trishy going like circling back to the trishy ethan uh, ethan klein thing we made a TikTok about the whole Trisha Ethan situation. We did a like a poll of like who do you think is on whose side? And everybody was like, Lexi's on Trisha's team. Like, right. like, fuck you, Lexi. Like, how can you, how dare you support Trisha? And I was like, I want Ethan's team. He's <laughs> the one that's supporting Trisha in right. this mess. It right. was so funny. Yeah. But everyone just assumed they're like, the girl who looks crazy. Yeah, bitch. We know who you're we know who you're supporting. <laughs> I'm telling you. Yeah. It's Thank working. You. It's working. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um I'm going to say it's her turn to do. another. Oh yeah. Wait, it's your, is it your turn or is it my turn? It is. Wait, my turn. turn. Your turn. Oh, your turn. Okay. Yes. For nice. I have, um, 
<laughs> oh no. Um, this one's fast. I love Brittany, obviously the whole sitch, but I love her calling out her own family. Like the savagery is just here because she's taking her voice back and she's just taking it and running with it. So I love that. And more in depth, I'm going to say nice speaking, going off of, um, big DP is Kim Kardashian because she did a new interview. I just talked about it on my show and she talks about, first of all, she just seems very like Zen. Like she is just like, you know, channeling Buddha. I'm like, shout out to Zen positive Kim. Like, she's just very like, I'm not letting negative energy in my orbit. So just, I'm here for that aesthetic, but also I like how she reflected on you know, cancel culture as a whole in her time with Kanye. And she talked about like, obviously he marches to the beat of his own drummer and how she used to fight with him. Like, don't wear a MAGA hat. Don't this, don't that. And I love how she really had this like come to Jesus moment. Cause now she's like, in hindsight, it's really, you know, I don't have to agree, but it's really commendable for somebody, especially these days to stick by what they believe. And he tried to do that. And who am I to stop him? And she talked about even like, stuff she's done politically. And she's like, listen, like if it's for the right thing, I don't, like you can ruin me. AKA she talked about like working with Trump, whatever she's like, but it was for the right thing. So if you want to ruin me over that, like go for it. And I just was like, you know what? Hats up to you for having this, you know, turnaround moment. That's how I felt. I actually heard that, that I think she did like an interview with another podcaster and she was just talking about all this stuff of like, she seems like strangely normal. Like not, not sucked into like the Hollywood vacuum bag of like, you have to be in one political. Exactly. And like, I don't care. Like, I don't care about politics. Like I, like we are a non-political show. We're totally opposite. And so I'm like, let's just not talk about politics. So when celebrities do, it's irritating because I don't like politics and entertainment. Like, like look what they've done with all these reboots of these shows that get political and it ruins it. So anybody that's like a hundred, like let's keep it separate. I'm all for that. So, right. And it's also tarnishing. People are starting to be like, did I ask like just entertain <laughs> and leave it all? You know what I mean? So I don't know if they've gotten that memo, but she even says in the interview, which I love because the girl's like, are you left? Are you right? Are you feminist? Are you not? And Kim, every single time she's like, I just don't like labels. Like this is what I'm talking about with Zen Kim K. I'm like, well, I feel like that's most of America too. Like everybody, like I, I agree with what some of you believe and you agree with what some of I believe. And like, everyone's just kind of like, I don't know what the, like, for what, like, why are we labeling? No, for for what? what? For what? I completely agree. So I loved that whole thing. I definitely was here for that. Yeah. For all the aforementioned reasons. And you mentioned Brittany. I did see that on your nice list. I do have Brittany. You as also well. have Brittany. Yes. Um, did we all, did we all see the video? Did we all, did we all see the video? The screaming one. I saw it. Thanks to your Instagram. The I screaming one. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. The, of her just like, like, Oh, the, the singing in the <laughs> mirror in the bathroom. Yeah. Oh, I saw that. Um, I saw on TikTok. There are so many, the comments it's giving screaming goat. Um, another one said, uh, Christina <laughs> Aguilera, go. Christina Aguilera is watching this laughing uncontrollably on repeat. Like I, I, I love all the Britney comments Spears, on her Instagram were but, like so positive. And mm. then you take it to TikTok, where like more of our generation hangs out and it was ruthless. Wait, can we, since we're on this and you just re- reminded me, can we talk about that viral clip of Christina being asked about it? 
Yep. And she doesn't speak to it now. I have had, no, I haven't seen that. Oh my gosh. So the publicist she's with, I've had many of interactions with this man and I can say like fully relate, have been in that moment so many times. My heart and my soul was with that reporter who asked that question and got bulldozed. I have been there. Yes. I I didn't have a problem with it. Because so a couple months ago, Brittany posted about all the people that were supporting her. And she posted a video, I think, of Lady Gaga and was like, thanks for all your sweet words about me. You're so nice. You made me cry. And then cut to this video, Christina Aguilera, who's on the red carpet. And the the reporter asked her, you know, what do you think of Britney? And her publicist cuts in and says, we're not doing that. Not tonight. It's Christina's night. And Christina said something like, you know what? I, I can't talk about it right now, but I'm really happy for her good for her and walked off like they, her they, face yeah it's walked like, off right off the red car it's like oh i can't talk about it but like yeah. good for her britney slammed her and was like slammed. like like how dare like why why won't you speak up for me enough women in hollywood are silence and, and on and on and on and it like divided the internet of like why didn't christina say anything i didn't have a problem with it because if you look on christina aguilera's twitter everyone pulled up the receipts christina made this really long twitter thread about free Britney and how much she supports it. So then like on the red carpet, when it's her night, like why is everyone getting mad at her when she doesn't want to make it about Britney? Because then all the headlines are going to be about not Christina Aguilera at the Grammys. It's going to be about Christina Aguilera on Britney Spears. So like, that's kind of how the industry is. I didn't have a problem with it, honestly. That's fair. I, I wish she, I mean, I have like such a little chip on my shoulder about, because I've experienced it so much about publicists controlling uh-huh. their clients. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I've, I've interacted with Christina and said publicists at D23, which is like the Disney's oh, yeah. version of Comic-Con mm-hmm. and same sort of thing. Like you can ask her the most surface level. Like what was it like watching Mulan replay after you sang the theme song 10 years, like the most basic thing. And that's yeah. it. And then he is going to rip you from her faster than like your head will be spinning. So I just wish I don't like the idea of because do you see in the thing he's like yeah we can't sorry we gotta we gotta yeah. go and I wish yeah. she would have just like spoken to it like it's like a little like here. just like give us a little more like just say yeah. something yeah like, why, just like say something but like I didn't yeah. say literally anything that's the thing it's like she did could, say a little like a quick little like good for her I'm happy for her yeah. it's fine I don't know. I, I, we've experienced that too with like when publicists are like, I I love when you're setting up like a celebrity interview and the, the dreaded email of send us your questions beforehand so we can approve. It's a no, it's a no. And then I'll send them like 20 questions and they'll approve like five. Oh yeah. You shouldn't even send. I mean, the audacity for them to even ask, it's like, do you want to do it then? I just can't. Well, and then, and then they'll like leave in like, like I'll have like this hard hitting, great question. And then they'll leave in like, how are you doing? And it's like, oh, I can't wait to ask that. (laughs) No, that's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. And it's like, you know, I, I, yeah, I just think it's lame. It's like, and especially for someone like that, it's like, you've been in the public eye for so long. You go so far back. You've been in the industry. You're a woman. Like there's so much you could say. So say something, say it, say it. Yeah. Say Say it it all. Especially because she literally released on in her last album like one of her songs is about like women standing up for themselves and how that's been a common theme in a lot of her music is like as women we're gonna stand up and we're gonna fight and we're gonna come out together and band together and then it's like oh but i'm not gonna say anything about this that's what i'm that's what i mean it's like you know do you remember her song can't hold us down Mm -hmm. it was like before yeah 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 she 
yeah, it was on that, like paving the way. And that's what yeah. I'm like, I can't, it reminds me of the time too. Yeah. I remember when I interviewed Jennifer Garner on a red carpet and it, I was there for Vulture. And at the time it's when all the me too stuff was kind of popping, but had already like been a thing. Yeah. And they were having me ask all the celebs, like now that this has been a thing, do you actually notice a difference behind the scenes and on set? Etc. And I could have sworn Jennifer Garner is one of these women, like in the black dresses, like, yeah, time's up me too. And I asked her and she, I might as well have been like, you talk about Jesus resurrecting, like the elf on the shelf. I may as well have been him because she looked <laughs> at me like, you know, a deer in headlights. And that's the same idea as the Christina. It's like, just speak to it. Like, yeah, that's how on. I feel. And we're talking about public speaking the last and like, like big interviews and big moments of this year. The last person on my nice list is in fact, Miss Oprah Winfrey for having to sit through the BS that was Megan and Harry. And she, as well as John Legend, deserves a Nobel Peace Prize for sitting through that whole interview and giving their reactions and pretending to be shocked by how they had to flee the kingdom. Just a mess. So good for Oprah. She's on my nice list. She deserves a piece. She deserves something. Something from Santa. You guys want to laugh. So this, and I'm reading this off of my notes. Okay. So this is off my naughty list. And this is number one. It says everything Megan and Harry do dash out of touch and annoying. <laughs> that's verbatim. From my Whoa. <laughs> that's how everything they do. Just like every single thing they do. I can't stand it. Cannot. Cannot. I bought it in the beginning. I watched the interview. I had her watch it. We talked about it. Yeah, I was like, I was, like, I was oh on the gosh, train. I can't. I was on the I was on the bandwagon. And then I sat back and I was like, they had to, and they give this all these grand stories of fleeing the kingdom like a lifetime movie. And I'm like, <laughs> is it really that bad? Was it that bad? Like you were a princess and a prince and you had to flee the kingdom. Like, okay. The thing for me that got it, like, here's the thing. And I feel for her and her mental health, et cetera. However, it's like, talk about being tone deaf, like reading the room because we're in the backdrop of the most suffering, literally this side of the Mississippi. Like we are in the backdrop of COVID, of loss, of illness, of people losing their jobs. Their businesses can't go to school. Social, social isolation. And this bitch has the audacity to be complaining to us in Oprah's garden, nonetheless, in a Malibu beverage. <laughs> Hills, a state like I'm sorry, it's like read the room, and that for me is like not absolutely it. not. No, not it, no. not it, not it. No, I know. Oh, and then I love, I love that they're like they need 24 7 full time security, but the palace won't pay for it. Well, that's because you left, like you pulled out of the family, and they're like, right. Well, now they're not covering our expenses. It's like, well, you <laughs> gave your titles they? up, yeah, and. No. And also, do we believe, do we believe that she had no idea what she was getting herself into? I mean, hello, princess die your husband's mom. I mean, give me a break. The fact that she's like, I didn't Google him. I had no idea who he was. It's like, girl, this isn't a Wattpad fan fiction. (laughs) No, like literally what rock do you live under? And you're already in the entertainment business, you know, with high profile elite people. Give me a break. No, I'm sorry. No No amount of acting had me buying that. No, no, no. Professional, the professional (laughs) victim of 2021. (laughs) No, no, exactly. That's it. So that was, I love that that was your first on your naughty list. And that was my last on my nice list. I know, it was perfect. I'm so eager to find out who's on your naughty list. 
So we already kind of talked about this, but Chrissy Teigen. So I'm going to kind of gloss over that one because we already kind of discussed it. Chrissy Teigen, that's but I put Chrissy Teigen on my naughty list. The other person on my naughty list is Army Hammer. Do we remember that whole <laughs> oh. fiasco mess? Were, oh. were you there for that whole Twitter scandal? Oh. oh, I was there. And what's funny is actually this morning I was go to prep for this. I was like, what happened this year? Because again, like time is of the essence, but also not because time doesn't even exist. So I'm like, <laughs> was it last year? Was it this year? Was it 1995? Like everything blends together, but I saw the army hammer thing and I actually had, and, cause I have, you know, unpopular, if you will, views on like all of this on. Oh, YouTube, that's me. That's fully me. And yeah, she's like and more like generic, like general public. And I'm <laughs> like, totally against general, the pub, general admission. <laughs> yeah. So I have an episode from earlier this year about it. And it was called something like, um, what was it? It was, it was like really- Vogue. It, it was like the mob. Cause I talk about wokeness a lot on my show. And it, I said, Vogue just oh no the mob just cannibalized Vogue like Army Hammer (laughs) and I posted it this morning on my Instagram and I'm like who let me run with this but also bitch it stays the title stays stays. do we believe do we believe all those accusations against Army Hammer that he's like some crazy lunatic basically like kidnapping women like basically basically a serial killer in training like is this going to end up like he's going to be a serial killer because like we're one step away one step i know i mean i have many thoughts on this especially because i interviewed his wife elizabeth chambers like months merely months before this all happened Oh, before like the expose came out uh, yes and she was like walking on sunshine she was talking about like how much they, you know, their long distance and the things they do to keep their romance alive and dressing their kids, like the Von Trapp children. Like, honestly, it was a whole fairy tale. And then uh, again, you don't know what goes on behind closed doors, but right. Cut to this. My whole thing is like, listen, the allegations, I don't know, but there's one that stands out. And I remember talking about this on my show at the time. And it's the girl who alleged that he took a knife and started carving his name into her stomach, like by her navel. And this is where I'm like, listen, like, whoa, I've written op-eds. Like I am like, I was at the award show where me too, with the black dresses first started. Like I've written pieces on it. I'm all for it. However, 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 if, if I'm getting down with a guy and he pulls out a knife and starts, has the time to start carving his, <laughs> I'm going to be like, so I'm going to see myself out. My (laughs) Uber's here. Like it's been real fun. And I get it. It's very gray because people could say like, oh, they felt, you know, they felt like scared. What if he were to do something if they got up? I understand that. But like at the surface, Mm -hmm. I would just just... be like my Lyft and Uber and my spaceship are here. I got to go. This has (laughs) been real fun. So that's where I'm like, Okay. And didn't he, wasn't there like leaked audio admitting him, like of him saying that like he liked to eat flesh or something? Like he was like a full on cannibal. Yeah. Like he had eaten, like, I don't know. That was not, he it was I, wild. But he's in that new movie. Like they just announced that new movie. Remember the murder on the Orient Express? Mm-hmm. They're doing Death on the Nile. And he's in that because yeah. they had filmed it before yeah. all this happened. So honestly, I think after this, because that was already bagged. I don't really see him working a whole lot after because it's kind of like that thing of like a conspiracy in Hollywood of like, when we let him on our set, is he going to be a liability? Like, is he going to eat his co-star? Like, <laughs> like the accusations will come out, like just watch. 
Like Gal Gadot in like 10 seconds is going to be like Army Hammer made weird advances at me in this Death on the Nile movie. We went in for a kiss and he bit me a little too yeah, hard. Like, like, And I left with one ear. No, I mean, <laughs> I don't know. I, I think it's not only like the liability, but it's like Hollywood is so quick right now to damage someone's reputation. I mean, right away. I mean, we're seeing it happen right now with Chris Knopf, right? All it takes yeah. is an accusation, no investigation, no nothing. And I think that that's what's scary because it's like, that's all it takes. And the same thing happened with Army Hammer. Agency dropped in projects, movies, business yeah. deals, all this. So I think, you know, and I talk about this a lot on my show, but now it's like, has it gone a little too far where all you have to say is like, that person blinked at me one time at a bus stop. And next thing you know, they <laughs> lose their whole reputation. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just yeah. like so aggressive. So exactly. I feel that way. And cancel culture is coming after like you said, like a lot, like, I feel like it's the end of the year and like cancel culture is like trying to catch up like the missed opportunities. <laughs> and the, the one that I've seen that's actually kind of hilarious is Jesse Nelson, that girl that left the girl group. And she did that song with Nicki Minaj and everyone accused her of blackfishing. Oh, from do you know Little what I'm Mix. talking about? Okay. No, this girl, so this, so this have girl, you heard of the group Little Mix? They're like a British girl group. I oh mean, yes, I have. Yes. I mean, but who even listens to them? Like, we don't know them. Right, um, right, right. They so don't one of the them. one of the bandmates, her name is Jessie Nelson. She left the group and she did the song with Nicki Minaj. And okay. All these pictures of her came out of like her natural skin tone, and she's like, "What? Like, I, look how pale I am. Like, she's pale as me." And so she has like a dark on your sweatshirt. She there, is there. She literally. is. But in the video, <laughs> she, and stuff, she had like a dark olive like skin tone, curly so hair, had, like dark black curly hair. So everyone was kind of like accusing her of black fishing. Well, she gets on the Jingle Bell Ball stage and everyone on TikTok is destroying her because she had the most awkward performance. And she's on my naughty list purely because she subjected us to this performance where she's like doing like the Miley Cyrus tongue thing and like these um. awkward dance moves. And the crowd is silent, first of all, no cheering. <laughs> and like, they're like catcalling her like to get off the stage. Ugh. Oh, that's just embarrassing. You're <laughs> like, you can literally hear the man outside collecting tickets, telling people where their seats were. <laughs> it, was, it was silence. <laughs> like literally go back and li people are laughing at her in the crowd. They're like oh, literally laughing at her dance moves. She looked like she was being electrocuted. But anyway, I, I digress. <laughs> I digress. Who's on, who, who else is on your naughty list? I'm eager to know after, after we hit the mark on so Megan and funny. Harry. Okay. So Megan and Harry, I also had Chrissy Teigen and also with the Chrissy Teigen thing, you know, obviously goes without saying, cause my story, but an, a little added layer is how she's like, I'm here and I'm doing the work. And yet I'm like, bitch, I see you like taking a yacht vacationing around the Almahavi coast, like two <laughs> seconds after all this happened. So it's like, mm. Again, not that I think she needs to like go to church and like confess, but you know, it yeah. just seems a little disingenuous. Okay. So I have, um, Chloe Kardashian on here because it's like, girl, step away <laughs> from the sex addict. Like we get it. This is getting real old. Like how many times do I have to see this guy have a new baby mama drama every other day? Oh my God. Step away. Step For real. Away. We were literally just talking about that in, in our, our last, episode. last episode. We were just yeah. talking about it. And somebody I saw on Twitter or TikTok, somebody, or I think it was Instagram. I get all these social media platforms confused and I'm Gen Z. <laughs> I have to pick it up. Um, somebody somewhere said like, Khloe Kardashian has gone through eight face transformations and Tristan Thompson has cheated on all of them. Like, <laughs> and it's so true. It's like, savage, but it is so true. We, and we, I, like, it's, like we said, we talked about this. I'm sure that you've talked about this. It's getting tired. Like, I don't it's, understand. It's a dead dog. And this time, the down. personal trainer? 
Like, could he have not like the personal trainer? It's so no. stereotypical. It's not even funny. I'm just, and also speaking about her faces, this is why she was on my naughty list too. And this is controversial, Face tune. but do you, yes. Do you guys remember? I did a whole app on this when she, her unphotoshopped photo came out and it was totally fine. Like there was nothing wrong with it. Literally exactly. it looked like me on a good day. Like, honestly, like it's fine. She's great. She was she's hot. Great. Like, she looks great. Like maybe a little, like whatever, a little like cellulite, but who doesn't bitch. And she went on a wild, you know, goose chase yep. to get this photo taken down. And then here is where, again, with the tone deaf, she's like, I am all for like body positivity. Like girl, your brand is called it's good American. It has a whole body inclusive line. You have a show called revenge body, but then stand by that. And she's so, she was so crazy about us even seeing an unedited photo. So it's like, one's not like the other. And then what does she do to be like, no, no, no. I really am for body positivity posts this literal, like dark like in a nude thong naked thigh gap abs spray painted on in a dimmed you know dimly lit bathroom being like i'm all for body positivity here i am like we already saw who you were if you're if you're the standard of beauty and everybody knows it to then post a picture exploiting that and then be like i'm here for body positivity yeah it just feels like you're like taking my head and like rubbing it in my own shit and being like, <laughs> you're going to like it now well, it's <laughs> because hard to I'm, feel bad. I'm saying you can, I don't feel bad. No, for it's her. hard no. to feel bad because it's like, you've been the very person perpetuating this. And what's so interesting is to see all of the celebrities who come out of the woodwork and comment and be like, we're so sorry. Oh my God. You're so brave. Like, yeah. It's just like, are you guys okay? Yeah, what's going that's on? That's my here? favorite thing ever is when okay, can we be real for a second? What the that's the parents. I'm like, this is a Simon Cowell moment when all these people from Gen Z <laughs> and the millennials have been gassed up from social no, media 100. and their parents, and they get on stage and they can't sing, they don't have it, and then they're like crushed when they find out that they're not a superstar. Listen, it's the parents' fault. All we're these gonna people. take no, we're gonna take this realness to the next level. And I talk about this show all, all on my show. <laughs> all the time, but like the Simon Cowell aesthetic, it absolutely has to come back because here's the problem. We're too busy patting everyone on the back, making everyone feel like, you know, they're okay and coddled and not getting their feelings hurt. And it's making us into a bunch of big old pussies. And it's also just getting us in a bind all the time because it's like, and I talk about this all the time, but it's like, what happens when you're trying to like make this group of people happy and supported and but like this group of people and then this and it all like you can't get everybody guys like sometimes it's just it's too much you know it's too too much much. and then they all end up on american idol and america's got talent and their dreams are crushed because their parents no exactly exactly i say this all all the time. I say this all the time. Like we need some good old tough love. You know, you need to be told. No, you, if you're not good at, you just need to be told like, it's the truth. Like some people are not meant for Hollywood. Somebody's got to fill that void. Somebody's got to be in the desk at the secretary desk or like the, or like printing copies or something. And it's just like, we're really getting ourselves messed up because it's, it's like everyone's feelings have to be like validated and like they matter and that they're right. And like, look at this shit show that it's created because <laughs> everybody is like a big old pile of sensitive and it's just not, <laughs> help- it's just not helping us. Before we move on from the little Khloe Kardashian moment, 
did I, I've told you, and I've told, I talked about this on our show. Um, back <laughs> in the summer, do you remember that picture that she posted where she was doing her keeping up with the Kardashians interviews? And then we saw it on the show and she looked totally different on camera than yeah. her Instagram. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yes. Well, I thought it was a great idea to post that and tag her and she blocked me. So now I'm reaching out to Khloe Kardashian. Please unblock me. Please unblock me. It's just so. Well, she, it, it's the Rumor Mill page, right? Yeah. It's the, yeah, yeah. It's our account. podcast page. So I guess. What did you write on a, on the caption? Oh, it was really shady. It was the side by side. And I said, um, it must have been the lighting, dot, dot, dot. <laughs> okay. I mean, like, that, what that on. just tells me is like, come on. You just got to take a joke. She's got to take a joke. She's got to take a joke. Sorry, Chloe. Sorry, Chloe. Yeah. She's been through enough. And then here I come with my post. Well, listen, <laughs> when everything went down with Chrissy Teigen, she blocked me as well on Twitter. And I'm still blocked to this day. And I posted, I think, a reel about it on IG. So, you know what? Wear it as a badge of honor. You know, no Honestly, press like- is bad press. <laughs> I, Hey, I, I keep a list of like the celebrities that have blocked me. Like I just add a new one. It's like, ta- we're keeping tallies. I'm proud of it. Honestly. That <laughs> is it. so funny that she saw it. And because you imagine how many of those there probably were. So exactly. You know who else blocked me? Time. You know who else did that with the same thing with the Photoshop addiction and what's her name and the, those pictures of her. And she got like really obese and they came out of her like, the, oh, like Misha the pic- Barton? no, um, um, Aubrey O'Day. Do you remember Aubrey O'Day? And those oh, pictures came out like she was really heavy. Yes. And then she did this fake, like she posted a picture of herself with this handwritten note of like, it's like August so-and-so, like here's my date. And it was like a fake hand. And I posted it and she blocked me too because of that. So. They can't take that. the heat, I guess. No, can't. No. I, I got to say, now the next person on my naughty list is someone that is in a lot of hot water. And I should have put his wife on the naughty list because- she might be from Spain or Boston. We don't really know. Um, but uh-huh, Alex yeah. Baldwin. Alec? Alec, Baldwin? Alex Baldwin. <laughs> Alec, <laughs> Mr. Alec Baldwin. I don't even know your name. That's how irrelevant. Um, for killing that woman on his movie set. That was just, that was, that was so avoidable. That man ripped to that, like rest in peace to that lady. Cause she did not deserve to die. But no. then he gets out here that lady. and is so offended when all the paparazzi come out and want to ask him questions. He's like, I can't talk about it. It's an open case. I told you it's an open case. I can't talk about it. And then here's Hilaria, like holding her phone up, like trying to get evidence. It's a mess. So he's on my naughty list just because he, he, he really messed up this scandal. Like it could have been a really, he could have taken it really differently. He did you not. You know what? And it's like, when you guys, I mean, we are, we all are having a tough time. Like it's 2021. We are literally just scrambling for answers and for a little bit of hope when you think you have it bad. I mean, just think about the Baldwins. First of all, like Hilaria, Hillary from oh, Boston, Hillary that from whole Boston. Thing. now this it's like, can you imagine the karma from their past life? I don't know what these people did, but I actually had to get an unpopular <laughs> view on this. And I said, listen, everybody is all bent out of shape over the scandal with her pretending to be from Spain. And I really had a moment and I thought about it and I said, you know, cause my mom immigrated here from Italy and I thought about it and I'm like, Hillary from Boston is trying to be the person, like someone like my mom. And I'm like, you know, 
imitation is the best form of flattery. flattery. So thank you, Hillary, for actually really trying to channel. You know what I mean? So if anything, it should be a compliment to these to anyone yeah. who's an immigrant. So just, you know, take it as that and, you know, take, move on with your day. Like, and the dedication of using a fake accent for over 10 years in the public eye. <laughs> exactly. It's like she wanted to be like you so much. That she taught, okay, that's a Imagine level of Imagine if it started as a joke, though, Insanity. and then she, like, someone how, somehow had to commit to it because, like, she couldn't let it get out that it was all supposed to be, like... I just, the level of insanity, psychopathy, insanity. someone mm-hmm. must have to carry a charade like this on for 10 <laughs> years. Charade. Literally going on the Today Show, <laughs> cooking them Spanish food no. from her native country of Spain, and she doesn't know how to say cucumber. <laughs> no. The commitment. The, the and commitment. talk about method acting. Have you seen the clips of Alec being like my wife from Spain who resides from Spain, who grew up in a hut in Spain? I'm exaggerating, <laughs> but he literally has said stuff like this on late night shows. And it's like, were they both were in on this together? Did he just believe the lie? Like, was this you know just what? him again? I don't know. It, you know, but also there's a part of me that's like, it's so deranged that only someone in Hollywood could pull this off. Like this just shows how unhinged they are, you know? And you know what? For all those reasons, I'm going to have to say on my naughty list, we have to include Alec Baldwin and Hillary from Boston. They both make the cut. (laughs) Like they both have to make the cut. I love it. I only have one and I have one I'm counting as one and a half people on my on my list because it's like one one of these people is like kind of on the list but kind of not on the list so I have mixed feelings about it next on your list I've got Olivia Rodrigo and Joshua Bassett on my naughty list because Olivia Rodrigo is a hundred percent on the naughty list she's got the bad merch she had the whole merch scandal that happened what was the merch Um, scandal so all of her merch it came out it was either like the wrong color it was spelled wrong like missing letters <gasps> on things it was a whole it was just a mess Not who was advertised. the intern responsible for this that's what I, like she's selling all these 15 year olds like crop tops and t-shirts that look totally different from the website and yeah. then she comes out with this tour that sells out in like five minutes everywhere and you know what her that. message was did you see her message to all no. the fans that couldn't get this is what she said so all these fans are all destroyed because they're not going to be able to pay $600 for a nosebleed seat to see Olivia Rodrigo. (laughs) And do you know what her message to them was? Like something like, it's all good guys. I can't wait to see you all. There's going to be other tours. That's it. That's all she said. There's going to be other tours. Wow. For that reason alone, but like bottom of the naughty list. Yeah. She's She's, she's, she's definitely on the list. And then Joshua Bass is my half because I like, I want to dislike him, but also I don't because of the, his song that came out. It's like, I I don't know how I feel about him. Is he really the villain? I think he has a point with Olivia kind of taking her breakup and really turning it into a career move and not wasting a crisis. So like, she's a villain for that. Like here for it. Absolutely love it. Like do your thing, sweetie. And also you're a villain. Sweetie. Like <laughs> you're on the naughty list for that. And Joshua Bassett's like, he's got, he's like, a, he's got a toe in, he's got like a foot in he's half in half. Not. Did you see his interview with Zach saying, I think it is the big no, podcaster that gets all his, his celebrities. While we're, while we're on this, how did that man become so like, how does he get all these A-list people on his show? Like, who is this man? I need answers. I know. Right. I see all these podcasters and like, they have all these like A-list guests. I'm like, how? How, did, how, how? How? Like how? 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 
First of all, who's who, where's your publicist? Because if it doesn't say email tab on Instagram, I don't know who your publicist is. No, like no. I can't, I can't reach you. So he was on the Zach Sang show and he was talking about, of course, I love, and we're guilty of this when we have like a celebrity guest and like, we get really nervous and start kissing their ass. And like, <laughs> you're just like a gift to this world. And so he, Zach Sang is going on and on with this with Joshua and talking about how, you know, you're really trying to implement love and peace and kindness like in your fans right now. And can we just not so easily forget that he put out multiple songs dragging Olivia Rodrigo, literally tearing her apart and then puts out this message to his fans like, but everybody be nice. Like that's, we talked about this last week on our show. That's our favorite thing is when you put out a song, absolutely destroying somebody, but then it's like- With peace and love. With peace and love, let's be nice to them though. No hate. I think it's- who. It's like our culture amnesia. Like we literally have constant amnesia. I mean, think about cancel culture at large, right? Like someone will get completely dragged two seconds later, they're God's gift to earth. And then, or we've moved on to the next person. It's literally just a mess. A, me- a mess. Yeah. What do you guys think about Olivia Rodrigo? Cause I'm millennial. I'm not Jen um, Z, but she's often written up as the person who captures the Gen Z angst. And that's sort of like existentialism, I guess. What do you guys make of that? Um, I We're as close to Gen Z as you can get. Yeah. So... I, I don't know. I feel like some of her music's not for me, like good for you. I can get down with, and that's, it's a banger. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm hundred percent there for that. That's a good song. Her music's not personally for me. I just feel like I live. If you're going to talk about somebody who like captures the angst of what it's like to be a teenager, I'm going to be like, I'm sending you to like pierce the veil, black veil brides, like the classic, like angsty rock bands. I'm not going to be like, yeah, I'm really emo. So I listen to Olivia Rodrigo. It's, it's okay. Think of like, think of like a caricature of what Gen Z should be. And that's Olivia Rodrigo. She's a yeah, caricature. She's yes, like, the, like the voice she, of your. Oh yeah. Trying to embrace like the early 2000s style coming back and like the, right, right, the, right. the way she speaks and how kind of savvy her managers are on socials, like her team and like getting her out there. It's a total caricature. Like I have not met, ever met one person who is like her. It's a character. So it's like, it's like if you go into spirit Halloween and it's like the Gen Z section, it's like, <laughs> she is the she's costume. It. Yep. That's so no, she, no, she's not, she's not for us. Okay. <laughs> okay. Good to know. Good to know. Good to know. And, and you know, I'm going to say that I saved the best for last on my naughty list. And oh, what we got to hear one of. Oh, yeah. What's oh, yeah. I keep cutting over. Okay. So I'm actually all out because I had mine were Chrissy, Megan, and Harry, everything they do, like merely breathing, and um, Chloe's on her bullshit. So those are my three. Those are three. Okay. Well, well, I have have one at large on your naughty list. Your naughty list. My naughty list. Uh, Yes. This is. And we've seen it happen so much in the last year or two years. This is for Hollywood at large who just like virtue signals themselves to death. And we've seen it happen so much. Like they'll be like, yeah, guys on their Twitter. And then we see them in their real lives, not really doing what they're saying or like, whatever, like just knock it off with the virtue signaling. Cause I think it just shows too, like 
even with the pandemic, like we've seen how out of touch they are, you know, ridiculous. Yeah. Like, be like everybody stay home. Meanwhile, they're like <laughs> getting fed grapes in their bounty castle in a jacuzzi in their yard. You know what yeah, I mean? It's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. just stop, like stay in your lane, know your role, know, like slow your role, know your place. So I don't know if that's like, they're on the naughty list for that or the nice, because we're seeing how like out of touch they are, but they just have to stop. That's a great like conclusion to your naughty list because I was just thinking about that this morning of like going through everything I've posted all year. And the biggest, I feel like the biggest people that have done that are TikTokers are like, they're trying to be relatable. Everybody please wear your mask and no. stay safe and stay inside. And, and then the next day, massive parties Charlie D'Amelio is like twerking on five people at some huge birthday bash, like this not wearing I mean. a mask. Well, doing this nothing. is what I'm talking about, about the amnesia. Like how yeah. about all the celebrities who are like, they do the black square, like BLM, never see it again. Or like on Thanksgiving, <laughs> how they're like, guys, the native American lands of our country, never hear about it again. And I'm like, you guys have something in your head while it's trendy for 24 hours. We never see it again so it's just yeah. like yeah it's just so lame exactly yeah. and, and and part of the thanksgiving or whatever holiday tradition now is to like post like a political thing about it and then move right? on and never move ever on. speak about it again it's like <laughs> right? no like if you genuinely care there should be activism all the time do you know what my favorite thanksgiving amnesia moment was who demi lovato years ago <laughs> was at a farm and was trying to raise awareness about like animal rights and animal cruelty. And Demi was holding a turkey, like a live turkey at a farm and was like trying to tell people to like, I don't know, go vegetarian, go vegan, which is her thing. I try and convince her to get out of it every single day. It's a cult. I'm pescatarian. It's not and, that big of a deal. And so she, anyway, Demi Lovato is doing this whole animal cool. rights thing with turkeys. And then there's receipts of this on the internet. Literally days later, Demi posted to her Instagram a cooked there. turkey in her oven and it said happy thanksgiving everybody no. were you not no, just I at can't. a farm holding this turkey like who are no. these people i don't Is understand Demi okay wait no. really quick no she's not i was thinking about this like a minute ago i'm like is demi okay like no. she's like i'm having sex with aliens i <laughs> am an alien like i don't know what's going on with her but demi or selena just uh, like rapid fire speed oh selena i can't Demi's, 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 lost it. Demi's lost it. Okay. Demi or Selena. I'm going to say neither. Yeah. I mean, neither. I'm going to say neither. Cause I, that's like, that's Selena gave us a, Selena gave us the clapback song against Justin Bieber though. But those are, that's like the avenue of like 12 year old middle school girls. Like if you're not 12 years old, why are you still listening to Selena Gomez? I just have questions. If you're my boyfriend, then you still listen to Selena Gomez. Okay. But like, Hmm. No, but he neither. also he's also a 12 year old girl inside so <laughs> wait demi or selena who, who you who you take whose side well demi i just again like are you okay like do i need olivia rodrigo's intern to go check up on <laughs> clearly like they're dropping the ball anyway so they might as well go check in on demi i always had conflicting feelings about Selena. Like I always liked, I always found her kind of like an old soul. Like I always felt yeah. like there was a part of her that was kind of above the bullshit and didn't really get caught up in it. But then there are other times where I'm also like mm, victim. Well, I'm also like, remember for the, she was having that run where she was the most followed person on Instagram. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh -huh. And I, I never got that. I so that's why I feel conflicted like, because I'm like, I like her. I like how she, again, like 
she's been vocal about how fake Instagram is and her yeah. mental health. Like, I like all that, but then I'm like, but number one person in the world. But like, think about like, like Selena Gomez against like Drake or like the weekend or like all these like people that are much more talented. And I feel like relevant, like, why would she like, I'm, and the Kardashians have gone through that. Like, I don't really care who's the most followed person. I think Ariana Grande is now or something, mm-hmm. um, which makes sense to me. But like, you think about like, like people like Eminem and like Lil Nas X who are like blowing up and like, th- like some of those people are the like people I listen to like guilty pleasures. Right. Cause I can't admit, I actually listen to Drake. Cause who listens to Drake? Like no. you listen to like after hotline bling, it just became weird. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. I have it's- such controversial thoughts on Drake. I'm like <laughs> one, one, maybe two of his songs has had a beat and a rhythm. I so agree. That's her. No Don't one else agrees with me on this. Don't I get the hype. Stand I like music. Drake. I think Drake's no. cool. I'm, I'm, I'm sort of on the bandwagon still, but like guilty pleasure. I just don't get it. And maybe it's cause I'm millennial. So when I grew up, it was like that good old two thousands, like Nelly, Job Rule, mm. Little Wayne, Young Money, like G yeah. unit where they would just rap about bitches and hoes, but you would get down <laughs> to it at your sixth grade dance, like no tomorrow, <laughs> yep. because it actually had a rhythm. So even though they're rapping about the most degrading shit, you're like, you know what? At least I'm having a good time and I'm bopping along. And I know every word like with Drake, I just feel like it's like, you know what I mean? <laughs> I just I just want to put on my naughty list just like can we just add in like the music industry because like what happened to music no what, what happened to what? good music it's gone what? it's gone like like everybody makes the same terrible kind of music these days I don't know what happened what happened to good music well, that's the thing. It, again, it doesn't have a rhythm or a beat. I don't understand it. I see all of these funny TikToks and these reels that are like a millennial at a Gen Z party. And they're like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> and then like one song from the 2000s comes on yeah. and all of a sudden it's like, yeah, Woo! I just don't get yeah. it. Yeah. It's like, yeah. I can't, what you guys can, I can't do it off the top of my head, but you know, it all has that sort of like, how would you describe it? It's a sound now. It's like, it's a, there's a, it's, it's all, it's all sort of, if you're not, if there's no influence of rap or hip hop in your song, it's not going to chart, but it's like not a, it's not a good hip hop. Like we're not talking, no. like, we're not talking like Eminem or like, right. like the good old, like Lil Kim. We're talking like Drake's hip hop. A hundred. It's like, like, right. Am it's I kind not, of hitting it? It's, it's not just, good. It is no, it's not just, it. It's not, it, it's, yeah. I, I, I listen to like more alternative music. I listen to like rock. Um, I'll listen to yeah emo. It's really my top, like number three, number two category on. I'm stuck in the, emo, but. I'm stuck in the friggin' nineties. Like I'm in it with like Whitney. I have like the weekend is like top, top play. I love Nelly. Like I, if I could literally go back and live in like 1987 to see Madonna perform at the MTV stage in real time, like take me back. Like music died. It's dead. I'm, I'm like two thousands, <laughs> two thousand, early 2010s, like alternative rock is like where I hang out in my in my music. That's like good stuff. You know, speaking of that Madonna and all this, like, I'm curious for your guys take on this too, because this is a very generational thing happening right now. But I talk about this on my show as well, how back then you had 
people really breaking ground, like doing Legends. really controversial, pr- like Madonna, like a virgin was the biggest deal at the time. She's like rolling around in a wedding dress at the VMA stage. Now it's not the VMAs unless I literally see someone's asshole. Like you have Normani giving a lap dance. You have Chloe over here, like showing us her whole giving like her pasties. And it's just, <laughs> I say this on my show all the time, but it's like, how is there room for anything to be edgy or like boundary pushing or provocative when everything is like so shameless and over the top, like Lil Nas X, same thing. It's like his whole, like every single thing is a strip dance, you know, and I'm not approved by any means I was in playboy, but, <laughs> and that's coming from me. It's like, do you know what I mean? When yeah. is like, when is it too much? I, you know? That's my thing. It's, you kind of disagree with me a little bit. Cause you're more like positivity and like, let it all hang out and do what you want. I don't understand the creativity behind giving Satan a lap dance at the Grammys. Like, for, like I don't, I, or, or Cardi B pretending to dance in like some weird, co- like it's, it's, it's weird to me that everybody's half naked and can barely sing. And what yeah. happened to like, I, I like, like, if you go back and like, you're talking about like legends, like Madonna and Michael Jackson. Like if, if we're looking at like people like music today, the people that are popular who in 20 years is going to have the same relevancy as like Mariah Carey, like, like who exactly Lady Gaga. That's my point. Like if everyone's giving a lap dance, nobody's going to stand apart from the crowd. Nobody's getting or giving a lap dance. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah, exactly. I have to say, I'm going to conclude my naughty list with one more. The, yeah, this is my, this is my, (laughs) this is my last, this is my last person on my naughty list. And I, I saved this one till the end. Because and I hope you know this person, because this 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 man, this individual, is probably I would say the aside from Trisha Paytas, who I just we just introduced you to, the most problematic, horrible person to ever exist on this planet. Jake Paul. Almost oh, that's a good one. Close. James Charles for being a predator. James, you don't know James Charles? Literally a makeup guru. It's literally, he's literally a pedophile pretending to be a makeup guru. Let me just, let me just pull up a the night terror. Like, let me just pull you up your night, night, night terror. <laughs> you're demon. like my sleep paralysis. Is, yes. Yeah, man. Yeah, exactly. Let me just show you. You're, you have to reckon that you'll know what he is, like what he looks You've like. You've definitely seen the memes. Like, okay. You don't, you don't know who this man is. James Charles. You know who James Charles oh, is. Oh, yes, yes. Yes. And I have seen his face as of late in the news, but I just don't know for what, however, so he is, I guess he has weird. come under fire for contacting like through underage. Snapchat, Instagram, oh. underage guys. And like a list trying to elicit like sexual photos of them. Yeah. Like, like trying that. to get romantic with them. I'll keep it PG. Well, I'll say, do you like how she's like, she's going to go and I'm like trying to get romantic. Like, like no. right. Intimate. No. Did he know they were he claims he, he didn't know, but it's like, he, I feel there's like there's easy ways. Yeah, there's easy. Mm. I, I just feel like there's, especially in this day and age, there's easy ways to confirm that. I feel like if you're, here's, here's one. If this you're old bit, enough, yeah. if you're old enough to drink. Show me your ID. Yeah. And then we'll go. Out let's go. Let's go. On, let's go out to a bar. That should be like your first date. Cause these because kids- if they can't make it into a bar. He's like no. in his 20s. Probably too young for you. And all of these young guys, like 15, 16, are coming out saying James Charles messaged me and was like coming on to me. And I told him my age and he tried to keep it private. And he's sending me pictures. Oh, yeah. And he's on dating apps and his preference is set 
like to where he's put in that he is listed as a female so that his preference is straight men or something. So he's, he's like known as like this, like a predator. So he's made a bunch of like YouTube apologies. We love a good YouTube apology. And he is the biggest, (laughs) he's the biggest predator. Yeah. Santa, he doesn't even get coal. Like, like, you know, I'm, you know what I'm going to send him? This is from the office of like, this is a joke from the office of we need to send him bit by bit pieces of gifts right so that when he puts it all together he finds himself in a jail cell like let's send him like pieces of a jail cell so that he'll build it and then he'll be he'll be and then right yeah exactly exactly that's rough and see that's a really interesting what a contrast to because this makes me think it's like you're a public figure how do you not have any have any wherewithal of getting caught or being exposed (laughs) like you're not Joe Schmo working at Starbucks. Like you're a public figure. However, this is the line between where it's not okay. And also when it's exploited. So do you guys remember when that girl put Ben Affleck on blast on it from being on a dating app? And this see, so no. this is like, <clears throat> look, this is your, this is your time to shine. Now we're like, what? Well, no. So, th- <laughs> well, you guys know who you yeah, Ben Affleck yeah, is. Yeah, okay, Cause yeah. I was like about to kill myself. So <laughs> So, so this girl, you've heard of Raya. It's like a celebrity dating app. Yeah. yeah, Most people are in LA. Yeah. So, and you have to be invited. It's a whole thing. So this girl who I think was like 18, 19, 20, very young, but like a gorgeous, like the IG model aesthetic ends up matching with Ben Affleck and puts him on blast for like, he had sent her like videos, nothing like he was like, come on, blah, blah, whatever her name is, whatever. It doesn't matter. But either way, she totally, you know, exploited it and put it on blast and was like, look, this is so creepy. And this is where I feel like, see, there's a difference between what you said and this, yeah. like, this is just exploiting it. It's like, yeah. that to me is not cool. Like let Ben Affleck try to date, you know, don't match with him in the first place. Don't engage. And then later, like put him on blast for being a creep. Yeah. She's, and then, and then it caused a ripple effect of other women being like, Look at these old, you know, Matthew Perry from Friends. A girl mm, did yep. the same thing to him. Remember being like, look at these like old guys. And it's like, that's, that's not weird cool. to me. That's that's, they're cool looking for their 15 like, minutes. Right. It's like you lure them in. If you don't like it, then don't be about it, period. But don't like lure them in and have text exchanges and then later be like, this was creepy. Like that I can't get behind. Yeah, yeah. You know? no, absolutely not. No. Yeah. No, like I can get behind it when it's like Army Hammer and like there's receipts and videos and proof, right? But then when it's like a dating app where it's like a Ben Affleck and it's and then they you're take invited it invited to be there, it's exclusive. Then obviously you're they're looking for a sh- moment. They want yeah. the headline. Like right. they're looking, they want their interview on the Today Show about their experience and how traumatized they are. Right. Then they'll get a and modeling it, contract, right? Like that's no, hundred. And it lasted like you know 45 seconds as it yeah. should have. So yeah. Well, I'm happy. I'm I, I'm feeling good. We helped Santa clear clear it up. So now you know what he he has his list. We have our lists. Elfie's gonna go back to the North hey. Pole. This is Elf. This is Elf on the shelf. The Observer fly on the wall. We let Santa know who deserves coal and who deserves a raise. And I think that we went through who needs to be canceled, and uh, we should send Crumpus on a few of them. No, exactly. And the hopefully- anti-Santa. Hopefully Olivia Rodrigo's merch team does not go to the North pole to be in Santa's workshop anytime soon, because they're clearly slacking. Trash. There were no elves. On that. There were no elves on that. On no. that, on that there were no elves in that production. Line. <laughs> elves are not responsible. No. All right. Well, Taylor, well, thank you for joining us. This is the end of our little office Christmas party. 
Look at I us. Had, we didn't even drink any. We didn't have any drinks or anything. Like we didn't. I we didn't know. Really I had a blast. It was. You guys are so much fun. You're gonna have to come on Cancel Me Baby, and we're gonna have yeah. to do like a new, you know, kick off 2022, mm. you know, session because I appreciate so much how refreshing and h- truly hilarious you guys are. So <laughs> thank, thank you. you. I so was a blast. I very rarely find somebody that I can match a wit with, and I feel like we can match Just wits with keep you. Fanning your own flame like <laughs> no i'm not putting myself I, I there's very few okay that actually did come out like there are very few no. people who can reach my level no I, I very rarely people that understand what we're talking about and you get it you know what i mean i have to say not to like yes i yeah. not to do you know the celeb thing you talk about where it's like you're so great right yeah but you guys really give me faith in you know and gen z our generation in humanity and yeah. it's why I think you, I love what you're doing because it's just so real and fun. And I, ha- I truly had so much fun today. So thank, thank you. you. Well, Merry too. Christmas. Very encouraging. Merry Christmas. Thank you. You too. I think that we, are we now, are we on the nicest or the naughty list? Oh, we're that's the, the, that's that's the big naughty, question. but it's more fun that way. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm on definitely. the nice list. I don't know what you guys are talking about. I get presents. Yeah. I'm on We're the, on nice the list. list. It's okay. I accept, I accept my Cole with grace and dignity. <laughs> I'm good. No, exactly. Exactly. Alrighty. Well, have a great day. Thank you for coming on and we'll talk to you soon. Sounds good, guys. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye. Thank you guys so much for tuning into our special festive episode. Taylor, thank you for hopping on and keeping it shady and keeping it real. It's been an absolute pleasure having you on the show and we'll be sure to do something in the new year. Yes. Apparently I already thought it was the new year. I don't even know where I'm living. (laughs) Don't know when you are. Um, Well, we will see you guys again in the new year, 2022. It's coming up. Have a Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Lexi, take away. Take take it away with the (laughs) plugs. If you'd like to see more of us, you can find us on Instagram at The Rumor Mill Pod. You can also find us on Twitter at TRM Updates. Don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel at the rumor mill you can also find us on tiktok at the rumor mill and you sound uh, like an automated voice message of like our office is closed this christmas please leave a message like when you have to that's kind of how i feel sometimes it's like when you have to call the dentist <laughs> for like an emergency crown i'm just dinner, staring like, at the green dot that's the light and that shows me where the camera is i can't is get over I the just... reindeer ears i just can't get over the reindeer ears thank you guys for listening we'll see you in 2022 oh i just spilled my cocoa <laughs> i just spilled my hot cocoa <laughs> I, I don't think it went very far though Bottoms it's up. a it's a good way to to ring out the new year. The best way to spread Christmas cheers, sing loud for all to hear. See you guys next year.